Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Yes, hello, good evening, and welcome. It's After Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. Now, our time machine of quiz has landed way back in 1927, and I have four players in front of me. Well, to be more accurate, three players in front of me who all look deathly confident about their knowledge <laughs> of 1927. <laughs> so... Let us go and meet. Uh, the we'll, normal one. We'll meet uh, w- w- the one man who was here on the blue team, and then we'll meet his teammate who was uh, remote. So, hello, sir, who was here on the blue team. Give us your name and roughly what you do with yourself. Uh, my name is Johnny Criven. I'm from Bally Horace, and I'm working in an engineering company. He's an engineer, I'm and an engineer. Johnny's teammate. We're going to call you an engineer for the sake yeah. of this. Right? <laughs> Johnny's teammate. Uh, I'm Paddy Duffy. I'm a television producer living in London, but originally from the sunlit contrary lands of Donegal. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag proud. Of that. Right. <laughs> Welcome, Paddy. Welcome indeed. At your second Thank go you. at the show, you were very unlucky to lose the first night you were on here with the, one of the highest scoring nights we've ever had. Yeah, a couple of novice errors, so hopefully I've, I've ironed those out instead of myself and Johnny can uh, march inexorably on to victory tonight. <laughs> He's, he's got ambition, Johnny. You've got a good team yeah. out there. Right, across we go to meet to the red team tonight. Uh, hi, I'm John Cribben Jr. And I am a teacher for one more day anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, John. You've only got one more day until that really strenuous summer holiday yeah, kicks off. Yeah, tough. Oh, tough life, tough life. And your teammate tonight? Hello. I'm Elaine Wright. I'm originally from Cricklewood, but um, now residing in Clean Fed. The sunny metropolis of Clonfad. Yeah, it's got its own climate, microclimate. They are under the hill. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you, Elaine. Thanks. And John, of course. Sorry, John. (laughs) Okay, let's go and meet the final member of our team. It is our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. We are not functioning so well due to this EOI. Oh dear, the heat has really gotten to Clancy circuits there. So let's hope he's at least capable of keeping the score as we move on with tonight's show. Okay, round one is our multiple choice round. In this round, I will ask each player a question with three possible answers. If they can answer on their own, they get two points for their side. If they need to call upon the assistance of their teammate, if they need to confer, they can get one point. If they give me a wrong answer, it will go across to their side. We'll get the other remaining two options to discuss and potentially win a bonus point. It's an even number show, which means we start with the blue team tonight. And we do have our subclause rule 14 that says that Johnny gets to go first because he's here. So, Johnny, you're up first. Okay, are you ready? Which politician, vice president of the Free State Executive Council and Minister for Justice, was assassinated on July the 10th at the age of just 35? Your options are Desmond Fitzgerald, Kevin O'Higgins or George Clancy. Uh, that'd be Kevin O'Higgins. Yes, it would. Kevin O'Higgins was. Uh, he was killed on his way to Mass. Because that's how Ireland rolled in 1927. <laughs> right, across we go. Red team, which one would like to go first? I suppose we have the lady, we've heard ladies. Not, first. We have the ladies' first other subclause, so we're going to go with that. <laughs> Elaine. Hello. Which revolutionary politician, born Lev Bronstein, was expelled from the Soviet Communist Party in 1927, leaving Joseph Stalin with undisputed control of the Soviet Union? Your options are Grigory Zinoviev, B. Leon Trotsky, or C. Vacheslav Molotov. Uh, Leon Trotsky. Yes, 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 indeed. Trotsky, of course, ended his days in Mexico. Okay, Paddy, you're up. Are you ready? Yes. In 1927, Paddy, which car maker produced its first car, the OV4, at its factory in Gothenburg? little clue there in the question. Options mm. are Saab, Volvo or Scania? The the OV, is that what you said? The OV4? Literally, yes, the OV4. 
Capital letters. Right. Forgive me for being cavalier, but I'll go OV for Volvo, please, John. It's correct. Yes, indeed. It's the first Volvo. Your teammate here gives you a thumbs up that you can't see. Cause it's great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm giving him one as well. Okay. So it's, all good. <laughs> it's all good. Teamwork. Okay. So final question of the round goes to John Jr. You ready, John? Okay, we'll give it a go. In the 1927 Treaty of Jeddah, the United Kingdom recognised the independence of what was then called the Kingdom of Hejaz and Nejd. These two regions were unified into which country in 1932? Your options are A, Saudi Arabia, B, Jordan, or C, Libya. Okay. I remember seeing it. Okay. And I, and I ignored it deliberately. Why deliberately, John? I don't know why. It's just, that can't come up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going on your own or are you going to confer with your teammate? Okay, I'm going go on my own. Teammate says, don't bother. That's conferring. I'm going to rule that conferring, so you're only going for a point here now. Oh. You can't tell him you don't know it. That's <laughs> oh, conferring. Oh, I that was a genuine yellow mistake. Card. You're very harsh. Yellow card. Okay, right. What are the options again? So the two you might as well confer now. Okay. It's Saudi Arabia, Jordan, or Libya. I don't know what. <laughs> I just guess. <laughs> what were you thinking? What's your gut guess? I would guess gut wise. Yeah. 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 We we'll go with that. All right. Yeah. What is it? Libya. Libya. <laughs> oh. I'm afraid that is incorrect. So, across we go to Johnny and Paddy. Potential bonus. Remaining options are Saudi Arabia or Jordan. What do you think, boys? Well, Johnny, do you have an inkling? Well, uh, I was going to say the first one because no one has... He was going to say Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I was going to say Saudi Arabia. But yeah, I had to go with that. I, am, I, I think Jeddah is in Saudi Arabia, so I, I would definitely be happy with that. All right. right. It's I worth a point to you guys, yes? Yeah. That became the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia in 1932. Okay, that's the end of round number one. Let's go over to Clancy, who's hopefully functioning at optimal levels, and he'll tell us the scores. Blue to five points. Red to two points. Yes, so it's a five points to two lead for the blue team. Well done, guys. Okay, on we go with round number two. This is our connections round. In this round, the team that's in control will be given two pieces of information. If they can tell me there and then what links them to the year in question, they get three points. They can ask for a third and indeed a fourth piece of information if they wish, but they will be getting two and one points respectively. <coughs> any wrong answer at any point, we'll see all four options offered across for the side to get a potential one-point bonus. We go with the team that's trailing. That's the red team, John and Elaine. Your first two pieces of info are... The member for Dublin St. Patrick's and appendicitis. Much writing going on in the studio mm. here, yes. Okay. Good radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so once again, they are the member for Dublin St. Patrick's and appendicitis. What could that be? It must be someone that possibly died. Possibly, it's 2027. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They possibly maybe, died. They maybe possibly he died. Did die of appendicitis. Maybe it's as simple as that. Okay. So who or what are we talking about? Oh, the member of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said. Very good, Elaine. You've worked out the whole <laughs> way the question is working. So now you just have to go to the next stop. Give me I can't even remember what you said. The member of Parliament. The member for, for Dublin, St. Patrick's. Okay, well, okay. that doesn't really. And appendicitis. Okay. Right. I think we need. To I have a hint. Clear. I have Perhaps a feeling you're going for third clue. Yeah, I know. I said we'll have to. Okay. Perhaps he was a doctor who who um, pioneered the appendix operation. Okay. But we don't know. We don't know yet. So we'll, we take the third clue. Yeah. Okay. Your third clue is Irish Citizen Army. So the three clues now are the member for Dublin St Patrick's, appendicitis, and Irish Citizen Army. One name that's popping into mm. my mind. Have you a name? Yeah. Oh, we're probably going to have a different name. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Is that the name that you were thinking? No, I was thinking of a different name. Oh, actually, okay. now that you say it, I was thinking that. Oh, okay. okay. I know. I'm not sure yeah. though. What? This is great. More great radio. <laughs> this, is, this is this is fantastic. <laughs> you yeah, you could be very. Isn't it? But yeah. 
So, okay, well, you know, we still have one clue left we to give you, or you could take a... Take clue, we? we might as well. Okay, fourth clue, here we, we go. Trading, so. The member for Dublin St. Patrick's, appendicitis, Irish Citizen Army, and final clue, Gore Booth. Gore Booth. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Go All right. Your What's your answer, so? Um, Countess Markovich. Correct, yeah. for one point. Yes, Constance Gore Booth, as she was born. Yeah, my bad. And uh, she served famously yeah. in the Irish Citizen Army during yeah. the 1916 Rising. She died in 1927, in July, in fact, of complications from appendicitis. Okay. And uh, in 1918, she had been elected to the British Parliament, let us not forget, but she never took her seat. She was officially the first woman elected to the British Parliament mm-hmm. as the member for the constituency of Dublin St. Patrick's. Okay. Anyway. 59. When she died. Yes. She, yes. Right. Very good. Good study <laughs> there. One point there. So across we go. Johnny and Paddy, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Your next, your first two pieces of info. Excuse me. 98 Days and Timothy Healy. Well, um, Timothy Healy was one of the governor's general of Ireland um, whether he served 98 days or not I'm not entirely sure um, and there were certainly others that it didn't uh, didn't finish until didn't finish until 1937 I don't think is when we when we finished having governors general um, what do you think what do you think Johnny have you got any leads no, you're going well you're going well there Paddy <laughs> serious I, I, I'm, I'm not on the ball yet on this one I'd be. I mean, I'd almost be tempted to go, but we we may as well not. Uh, we may as well not, you know, plunder ourselves just yet. So will yeah. we? Will we go for another clue? Yeah, maybe? go for another clue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's let's go for another clue then. So, John. Right. Oh, so we have ninety-eight days. Timothy Healy, and in quotes, an empty formula. Close quotes. Ah. Okay. I think I know now where the empty formula is. The the empty formula is the phrase that. Eamon de Valera used to describe the oath of allegiance because that was one of the, the parts of the Free State Parliament required a, an oath to the king. Um, and yeah, so whenever he joined Fianna or whenever he created Fianna Fáil, that was how he justified all of them taking their seats uh, was with the, the empty formula. The 98 days, though, makes me wonder. There were two general elections in, in Ireland in 1927 and I wonder if it might be if that might be the the theme, if it's the, the the parliament lasted 98 days and then that's who the governor general was and that's the reason that Fianna Fáil took their... What do you, what do you think, Johnny? Yeah, no, I, I looked up. I, yeah, I think it was June and September the election was. and, uh, and that June and September? I think so. Maybe. June, July, August, September. Yeah, I mean, that would yeah. that, that amounts to about 98 days, doesn't it? June, July, yeah, August. Maybe. I'm just saying that. It's become, they've become a countdown now all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> well, so, well, well, we, will we, we go for, will we go for, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what the, what the most, what the most <laughs> neat answer is. Uh, it's the a session of the, uh, I would say, yeah. Will we go for the 1927 session of the doll, June to September session of the doll? Will we say that? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I, I'll take that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, I, Good stuff. Thank it, you. It was a. It's a kind of a general one of the Irish politics of 1927. Yeah. Uh, there oh, were okay. there were two elections. So yes, the doll officially. I think it was the fifth doll lasted all of 98 days between June and September. And uh, Timothy Healy, being the Governor General, very well known there. Paddy okay. was the man who had to officially close the doll, if you will, and declare the second election. He had to declare both elections, actually. An empty formula was what the Fianna Fáil TD said as they came in uh, because they hadn't been too keen on that oath of allegiance yeah. up to that point. And just Fianna Fáil themselves were going to be the fourth clue because oh. they were essentially founded oh, in mm-hmm. 1927. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll give you the two points for that. You, you definitely knew what you were talking about. Okay. Across we go. John and Elaine. Right. Your first two pieces of info are May 20th and 21st and Le Bourget. That's spelt le in French, obviously. <coughs> B-O-U-R-G-E-T. 
So we've May 20th and 21st and Le Bourget. <laughs> oh. I'm really enjoying saying it for some reason. Yeah. Well, Le Bourget. Enjoy listening to you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <Lynn>. <laughs> <laughs> But it means nothing to me. Eyes down, Elaine. Eyes down. Right. <laughs> May 20th and 21st and Le Bourget. All right, you need three clues. So here comes the third one. We've got May 20th and 21st, Le Bourget and the Ryan Aircraft Company. Ryan being the Irish surname. Uh, (coughs) Okay, more writing. You're a great advertisement for writing this time. May 20th and 21st, Le Bourget and the Ryan Aircraft Company. Yeah, I have something similar to that. And they land. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Where are we going, guys? Are we going for the an answer? Is there an answer coming or are we going for fourth? Because I know that definitely oh, happened okay. and that definitely happened that year. Okay. Have anything to do with that woman? That was between... That was over the this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most cryptic yeah, we've ever had. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it yeah, wouldn't yeah, take yeah, that long. Take that out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are we thinking? Will we need the fourth clue just to check, or will we just go for? <laughs> if we go for it now and it's wrong, then they get they it. They get a chance to go so for we it. Probably should get another clue so they don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Playing the odds there, Elaine. Yeah. yeah Already we'll, so. We'll take the fourth. <clears> yeah. You either have this now and it completely confirms it or you'll yeah. realise you're totally wrong because you'll, you'll know the answer when I say this. May 20th and 21st, Le Bourget, the Ryan Aircraft Company and the Spirit of St. Louis. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, that was... Did you have anything related to this written down? Oh, oh no, something completely <laughs> <laughs> So what's the answer? Um, it's the transatlantic flight, so Charles Lindbergh. Yes, all of that. Gets you a point. So obviously the Spirit of St. Louis, the famous yeah. plane in which he flew, was built by the Ryan Aircraft okay. Company. Yes, it was by it was a Ryan. Okay. He landed at Le Bourget Airfield in Paris. On the 21st of May, he had taken off on the 20th of May in New York. Three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Johnny. <clears throat> Johnny was waiting for that to come across. <laughs> that was the fourth clue. <laughs> right. Gets your point. Okay, well done. Cross we go. Final set of the round for Paddy and Johnny. Ready, gentlemen. Here we go. Thea von Harbaugh and Alfred Abel. A couple of surnames there I'll spell for you. Von H-A-R-B-O-U and the other is Alfred Abel, A-B-E-L. Hmm, two German sounding names. I'm not entirely sure uh, if I recognize them. The only thing that I wonder is, is that I think this was the year that um, Fritz Lang's famous film Metropolis came out. Um, and they could have been the, the leading the leading two actors in that, perhaps. I'm not particularly familiar with it, apart from the fact that it's apparently supposed to be pivotal. <laughs> But then again, I've not even seen Star Wars, so I don't really know what, uh, what what's uh, what's good or what's not. Um, a shocking, a shocking revelation for tonight's show. I, well, I mean, you know, I like to drop the big bombs on on Claire Morris Community Radio. You know yourself, John. Um, I, I don't know, Johnny. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit. Uh, I feel like the blood's up here, unless you unless you want to give it a go. I'd be almost inclined to go for Metropolis. I don't know. Yes, go for it. Yeah. Okay. We'll give it. We'll give it a pop. Right. We'll go Fritz Lang's Metropolis for five, please, John. (laughs) Well done. Well done, Danny. Gets you three. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Yes. Well done. Yes. uh, Thea von Harbaugh and Alfred Abel, two of the uh, acting actors, the lead actors in the film Metropolis. Maria, the machine and mensch, was going to be third clue. Of course, you know that's the name of the robot character or one of them. And yes. Fritz Lang, who Paddy even mentioned, was going to be clue number four. Okay. Well, 
So yes, Metropolis came out in 1927. Congratulations, three points there. So let us go over and see how the score has been affected. We'll talk to Clancy. How does it stand? Blue to ten points. Red to four points. So it's uh, ten points to four as we proceed right away straight on to round number three. This is our audio round. <clears throat> Everyone's really looking forward to the audio round for 1927. <laughs> It'll be different. <laughs> so in this round, uh, I will play for the team when they're in control. They get a piece of music. They get a point. If they can tell me the title and the artist performing. Now, it, with one exception, which I'll come to in a second for this round. They will subsequently get two questions worth a point each. If any wrong uh, answers, we'll see it offered across to their side for potential bonus. So here's the exception for you, uh, team that's trailing. That's red team, John Nalane. Okay. I'm going to play you a piece of music, actually from 1924, but this is a 1927 recording of it. The composer is playing the piano in this piece of music. So I want the title of the piece and the composer. You don't need to give me the name of the band. I'm very good to you. There we go. Oh, there we go. Piece of music and composer, please. Okay, so who was tinkling the ivories there? And what was the piece of music called? Can I have loads of guesses? <laughs> no, you can have, no, you can have precisely one. Oh. Oh. I have nothing. You did recognise it, I, I, I'm hoping. I've heard it before, but yes. I don't know what it's called. Okay. It's quite familiar. It's okay. Yes, it's, it's, it's like yeah. round one level here in this, or question one. Wait till we get to question four. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh um, What's that? Is it... Oh, I can't ask you, can I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> can't do anything, Basic can you? quiz rules, Elaine. Quizmaster <laughs> asks questions. I'm free... I don't like being... Freestyle. You're more free... F- rigs, yeah. yeah. Free jazz. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that was out, wasn't it? Yes, it was. But it sounds like something sort of... It also sounds that, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to push you for an answer, please. I don't, I don't know what the piece of music no, is called. No, I don't. No. Either. John, nobody knows that in the real world. I think we'll wait and see if it gets one on a bonus. If you get it wrong, we'll see. Oh. So, <clears throat> have you an answer for me? <laughs> no, John. Are you passing? Have you got one, John? Most of us say something. I can think of a, the title of a piece of, uh, like, Ragtime. Ragtime by yeah, um, by um, I was Bing. going to say Winifred Atwell. She's <laughs> the only person I know that plays the piano from years ago. Uh, or Bobby Crush, but I think it's. I'm just going to hit this here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, calling that wrong. Uh, Across we go. Right, Paddy, Paddy and Johnny. Paddy, you go. Oh right, I was like, oh right, I know this. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't know about the real world, but here in uh, Tooting in southwest London, mm. uh, I can uh, happily tell you that it's George Gershwin and uh, the song is called Rhapsody in Blue. Oh, uh, right mundo there, <laughs> Petty Boy. Yes, it's very cultured Tooting, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Mm. We've got a symphony just in the room. <laughs> and they call Battersea Batasia, I believe. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and said read them. That's right, yeah. <laughs> You've got two subsequent questions, John and Elaine. Oh, lovely. On Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin. Oh, goody. Yeah. <laughs> these speakers. So this one is, <clears throat> we, did, we, did, we did one of these last week, we're going to do it again. You're going to have a three-year either side buffer. For this oh, answer. okay, fair okay. enough. Thank you. Composer George Gershwin passed away 10 years after this recording, 1937, oh, due to a brain tumour. What age was he when he died? And you've got within three years either side. Well, how old did he sound playing the piano? <laughs> <laughs> was he playing it or did he compose it? He was playing the piano, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So I said the remarkably sprightly. The composer was playing, playing the piano in that recording. Okay. He was playing. In, 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 ten years earlier. In 1927, okay. he died ten years after. 
within three years either way. Tell me what age he was. He sounded like a 35 year old playing that piano, yeah. didn't he? Okay, so would we say 45? Absolutely. We go 45. <laughs> I like your logic. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not correct. Okay. Cross we go. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think he was a young fella. I was before, before John and Elaine had said, I was going to say 40. Okay. I think he may have died in his 30s, actually, but for to, I'll play the odds and so I'll, I'll be inclined to go 40, Johnny. Hello. Hello. Yes, Paddy, <laughs> everything you say was correct there. He died at the age of 38, oh. George Gershwin. And so we, we could have robbed. That was that fixed. <laughs> we, will affa- we will accept between 35 and 41. One question left on Rapstein Blue. Here it is. This piece was used famously in the opening sequence of which 1979 film directed by and starring Woody Allen? Oh. Was it? Again with the writing. I should, I'm going to have to confiscate pens next Must time. be. Or was it the other one in black and white? Well, 79, so. So, this piece, Rapstein Blue, was famously used in the opening sequence of which mm. 1979 film? I'm inclined towards that. that one. Directed by yeah. and starring Woody Allen. We think it's Annie Hall. You think it's Annie Hall? Oh. Oh, it's not Annie Hall. Oh. Although you did sound like you were 50 50 on it. We so were let's very go across 50-50. the table. You know what I do? Johnny. <laughs> yes, Patty. You know the answer. That. <laughs> I remember this more from, from the opening of a Galaxy chocolate bar ad uh, from about 25 years ago, but I, I would say it's probably Manhattan, is it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Very unlucky oh. to John and Elaine there. I think they had that written down. No. No. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm very honest. We didn't have you any. You did not yeah. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Didn't suit us. Didn't suit us. <laughs> no. right. Can you give us some questions that we know the answers to? Yeah. We'll see how we go. You have another song coming in about three minutes. Don't forget. Okay. So we go across now to Paddy and Johnny. Here's your first piece of music. Uh, song title and artists, please. Okay, so what were we listening to there, gentlemen? Right, and we need both of them for the one point, yeah? Uh, it's a tough, it's a tough old thing, Paddy, but yes. Hmm, hmm. Well, Johnny, what are, what are you thinking? I'm not thinking. <laughs> I'm not thinking that, Johnny's um, been very magnanimous in this yeah. round so far, Paddy. He's kind you're, of you're uh, playing you know. a stair roll there. No, <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> well, I, I reckon. Right, this is an absolute demon of a question. I, I reckon there must be a bit of a just like in the in the Irish oral exam, there must be a bit of a clue in what we've actually heard. So I reckon the song's maybe called Sunny Side, and. Well, I'll prompt on that. Let's say if we, if we said that, and then I think the, the, the band, I think that's June Carter's family. I think that they were like the first big country music stars. It sounded like them. So I would say, I would say the Carter family, and let's go, and, and let's say that the song is called Sunnyside, because I wouldn't have a ball these otherwise. Uh, I'll just prompt on the song title, if I can be. Oh. Oh. Um, you just need another couple of words. Oh. Sunny, sunny side, sunny side of the of the road. No, it's the other side of the other side of the words you give me. Oh, so it's it'll be like on the sunny side or something like that. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, we don't get any guesses. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> on the yeah, let's on on the sunny side. <laughs> okay, I'll give I'll give you that. That's all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Referee. Oh. <laughs> Well, across the table, what were you going to say? <laughs> Not yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Tell me, Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. It was keep on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side, right, yeah. right. Okay. But I'm going to say four out of five words. <laughs> All right. I'll be nice. Especially since you didn't seem to, you, you're, you're not even claiming you, you, you were waiting to leap in or anything. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the character family, as Paddy identified. And Johnny uh, concurred with him, I think, so it's all right. Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah, you did, yeah. (laughs) Concurred very early. Very strong. (laughs) 
Okay, how many members, gentlemen, were there in the original incarnation of the Carter family as founded in 1927? Oh, ah, there's a pile of them. Yeah. Um, I've been inclined to go for, for seven because that's, that's what bands tend to sort of come in, like ba- family bands, the you know, like, that's, that's like their the Osmonds, offer. you know. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I've been trying to go for. I've been trying to go for seven. I don't know what you think, Johnny. Do you think oh, it'd be more or less? Or go for seven. <laughs> go for seven. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Afraid oh. for once, Penny. For once. Cross we go. Potential bonus on offer here, John I and Elaine. We go with that. We're going to go with five. Five. <laughs> You're going in the right direction. Oh. It was actually as few as three. Oh. oh. Oh, really? The oh, original wow. Carter family was simply uh, A.P. Carter, his wife, Sarah, and his sister-in-law, Maybell. Oh, that's oh. only just a family. Yeah. 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 And it was only when the second generation of the children, basically, of both families came in that it's kind of group numbers went up. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, you have another, another question uh, like the last crew had with a three-year buffer zone. Mm-hmm. In what year did Maybell's daughter June marry country legend Johnny Cash? You've a three-year either side window. Trying to trying to trying to remember watching Walk the Line and, <laughs> yeah. and what was what, what was going on when uh, when them two married. Uh, I'd be inclined to, if I was to stick a pin, Johnny. I'd go for nineteen fifty-three. What would you be thinking? That'd be about right. I'd be, th- I'd, be say- I'd be fair, I was going to say 56, but I, would, I haven't a clue. So, you know what I mean? I knew, I knew it'd be in the 50s. So, what, what I, I'd say. I tell you what, what sure. Well, we maybe, well, we maybe split the difference. And so, if I say 53 and you say 56, will we go for Four. 54, 55, maybe? 54? 54, yeah, safer on your side. I think. <laughs> 54. <laughs> All right, so let's say 54 then. So, no, oh. I'm afraid that's oh. not right. Cross we go. John and Elaine. There, there. Three-year window either side of the exactly correct answer. In what year did June Carter marry country legend Johnny Cash? I'm inclined, yeah, to go further. Yeah, to what to maybe that or I'd say that. Right again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's the answer? Give us an answer. Go with 1958. 58. Oh. No, no, no. I saw him go for the confusion, which usually means wrong. You were all way early. Uh, the oh. correct answer, 1968. Oh, oh, okay. oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I, I think it was June's third marriage oh. and Johnny's second marriage. Oh, oh no. of course they got married. They were married to other people first. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. All I right. didn't watch Walk the Line very clearly, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally the point is that they end up falling for each other. And uh, God, never, never mind. Never mind. All right. No worries. Okay. Back we go to John and Elaine for the next piece of music from 1927. Hey. Here we go. Okay, so what was the name of that song and who was singing it? No, I have nothing. <laughs> well, it sounds like Al Jolson. Okay. Um, but I I was waiting for him to get to the chorus. Well, <laughs> generally speaking, I don't include the so chorus in these uh, <laughs> clues. Uh, love or birds or love birds or something. Like that. Yeah. Not Mammy, How I Love You, How I oh, Love You. Oh, could be. No. My dear old Mammy. I give them a <laughs> Maybe I thought Mammy was a bit too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did, did you have an inkling? No, I, I, I genuinely don't know. I just heard bluebirds mentioned and there was taking flight and there was lots <laughs> of all this kind of <laughs> st- soppy stuff and all that. I'll throw you a bone. He said one of the correct uh, words. I was having it, trouble understanding anything you said, to be honest. <laughs> he said one of the it's one word. It's just his nasal correct. style. Though. Okay. Yeah. Will we just go... I don't know any of his songs, because it was a long time ago. Right? Yeah, no, I wasn't around back then. I don't think any of us. All right, I'm going to push you for an answer, please. Um, I can't even think of... Apart from Mammy, I can't think of any other song. We'll go something like Birds or Bluebirds or something. Uh, um, or, I don't know, have you any... I don't think. 
<laughs> I have no inkling. That's the only thing that stood out to me. He said one of the words, did he? In the when he was singing. Yeah. He so said one of the words and what he just oh, said there. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he meant when he was singing. Oh, right. Yeah. Come on. Just right. Uh, so we have yeah. birds, we have bluebirds, and we've taken flight. <laughs> <laughs> Blue. I'm not going to give you all night now, okay? I yeah. just try to throw you a little little assistance. Okay. Well, there was the th- you have to okay, throw so. your assistance consistently <laughs> to all concerned. Uh, They're the oh, words I said. Say that word and see what his face does. Bluebirds. <laughs> He's laughing. You're half, that, no, you haven't gotten any closer. Oh, I haven't got. No. Blue. All right. There's a blue something. Blue. Come on. Is, I need an answer now. Yeah. Flight. Blue cuckoo. Blue. Blue birds over the white cliffs. I know. You're out. Okay, cross the go. Right, Perry. You're on again. <laughs> you right. Did you get the signal um, right? Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's definitely the in bad need of sinus medicine stylings of Val Jolson, all right? Uh, I will say, um, I was going to say Little Bluebirds. If it was going to be me and I hadn't heard, I would have said Little Bluebirds. Sounds like the most practical uh, title there. I'll go, little Bluebirds. No, afraid not. Blue Skies. Oh, oh, oh I know. they put Blue Skies from now on. That's exactly the song. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, By Al Jolson. Yeah. You were all you all knew Al yeah. Jolson, fair play. Okay, you've got two questions. Okay. This one should be if you've done any reading, this one's gonna be answered correctly. This is a recording of Al Jolson performing this song in which landmark film of nineteen twenty seven? Oh, yeah, the jazz singer. There you go. See, knew that. And tell me which famous American composer who was actually born in eighteen eighty eight in modern day Belarus wrote the song. Hmm. So which famous American composer who was actually born in 1888 in modern-day Belarus wrote that song? (laughs) (laughs) We sit, he might give us a hint. (laughs) We sit and pretend we don't know. I know. Don't take advantage now. He was born in 1888. Yeah. So in 1927 he was... A bit older, <laughs> at least a bit older. Um, forty, be, yeah, come around forty. Around forty, yeah. So, which famous American composer for the last time? Which famous American composer, born in eighteen eighty eight in modern day Belarus, wrote this song? Please, God, okay. Can I push you for an answer, yeah, please? But like, we don't know, John. So we're just going to say, I don't know, Gershwin. That's wrong. But we've got to say something because otherwise we look like... Gershwin, who we had as an we answer no in the idea. previous yeah. question. Yeah, that, that you can't nice. have it twice. <laughs> this thing you can't repeat. <laughs> Not happening on my watch. Right, OK, right. across we go. Send them on. Send them on. You're doing well, Jay. Well, what um, my, my, my inkling would be would be Irving Berlin. I'm not uh, I'm not too sure about the dates, but I think he was born in Russia. So I would I'd be inclined to go for Irving Berlin if if you, if you think oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a very good idea. Yes, correct. Irving Berlin was your answer there. He was born in Well it's now Belarus, but of course it was Russian Empire at the time. Right, final piece of music of the round. Oh, goes to <laughs> <laughs> Final piece of the ground goes to Patty and Johnny, and here we go. What has happened down here is the wind have changed. Clouds roll in from the north and it start to rain. Rain real hard to rain for a real long time. Six feet of water in the streets of Evangeline. Slightly different tack on this round here for that one. So, what do you think, lads? Uh, I'm, I'm com- completely thrown. Um, completely thrown. It, it sounded like Randy Newman or something. Um, yeah, it did. Streets of a, it did the sound streets like Randy of Evangeline. That's a very good sound. Like, well done. Streets of Evangeline. Is that what they? Is that what they said? Is that's, that what they said at the yeah, end? That's what he said. Yes. Keep going, Patty. You, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really thrown here. I don't, I don't recognise the. It's yeah, it sounds like Randy Newman. So presumably it's a cover that he's doing of a song from 27. But I don't know. 
no. Streets of Evangeline. That yeah, that's all I can. I, I, I don't have any. I'll tell you, it's not a cover. It is an original Randy Newman song. It is an original Randy Newman song. Mm-hmm. No more clues will I give. That's it. Streets of uh, so what? <laughs> so it, it's it's a Randy Newman song about an event of nineteen twenty-seven. Is that oh, what we're looking uh, for? I'm saying no more. Oh, oh, um, I've I've absolutely no idea. Okay. Um, Johnny. Just too obscure. He's just waving yeah. his hand in the direction of the microphone, like right? <laughs> that could be it. I don't know. Okay, uh, Paddy, are you going to throw a guess at the title? I'll 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 go simply because it's the last thing I heard. I'll go uh, I'll go Streets of Evangeline, but I've no idea why. <laughs> no, I would. I don't think I would have had the uh, song title in the piece you heard. Right, across we go for potential bonus. John and Elaine. What have you got? What have we got? The only Randy him? Newman song I know is Short People, and that ain't that. <laughs> <laughs> that. You want to know what that song's called? Please. You're, you're a joker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a... Have, have you a, anything? No, not a clue. Okay, I've well, never heard it before. The only thing I would think is, is it called 1927? Oh. oh uh, prompt. <laughs> oh. It's something. <laughs> it's somewhere in there. It's something 1927, basically. Summer. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, good try. Good try. Okay. Louisiana 1927. Oh, wouldn't have gone. The name of that song oh. by Randy Newman. Right. Okay. Uh, it's about a massive flood that occurred in 1927. Oh, and it, oh, I heard it first yes. after Hurricane Katrina. It was a kind of a song that was played a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the time, because it had a lot of parallels. Was it Mississippi or something? Yep, Mississippi or... flooded in 1927. Yeah. Okay, you have two questions about that. Uh, well, actually, they're about Randy Newman mm-hmm. more right. so than the Mississippi flood of 1927. So, Paddy and Johnny. Randy Newman has been nominated for an Academy Award on 20 occasions, winning twice. Amazingly, his first win didn't arrive until his 16th nomination. He had 15 failures before that. So for which 2001 film did he finally win an Oscar for Best Original Song? And the song was called If I Didn't Have You. So what was the name of the film? Oh, If I Didn't Have You. I think... Was that Monsters, Inc.? Does that ring a bell to you, Johnny? I'd say it rings a bell for you, Paddy, so... (laughs) <laughs> I um, I would be yeah. I, 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 that's my thought. Is that uh, that's my abiding thought? Apart from this is a bit cheeky for a quiz about nineteen twenty seven. Uh, but uh, yeah, would it but, but the I main ran thought at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the main the main thought I would say is that I think that might be from Monsters Inc. Is that what you're saying? That's 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 our answer. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Don't be giving up about the question because when you get a right answer, you know, you just Very take your point and be thankful. Okay? Right. Final question. This sort of thing runs in the family, obviously. What is the name of Randy's first cousin, who, at the time of recording, has been nominated for the Best Original Score Oscar on 14 occasions, but has yet to win? Some examples of his work are the music of The Shawshank Redemption, American Beauty, and Finding Nemo. Oh. What's his name? Oh, dear. Um, I, can't, I, um, I can't think of what his name is. Um, I can't think. Johnny, have you got, any, have, have you got anything at all? Any well, I hope I'm better in other, other fields. Finding <laughs> so. Nemo. I... I'm going to guess, no, it's, it's not hard, sure. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll guess uh, Ted Newman. <laughs> it's a good guess. Very good guess. It's a good guess, they're right. No, oh, that's almost hard to believe. Okay, cross we go. Elaine, you look happy. I, I, no, no, and I was just, no, I was just, it's not very nice, but I was a little bit happy that he didn't know something. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't know who his cousin is. Um, uh, he could be a Newman, couldn't he? But he, not necessarily. We'll stick with the Newman. Randy. Or... That, so they have funny names. The Hal. They Hal, maybe of... Hal. So... Yeah. <laughs> the, um... Maximilian. Maximilian, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> <give me> the... <laughs> Elmer. Elmer? Yeah. I you like, know, like Elmer 
Thud. Okay. Can I have a name? Oh, well, just because there's Johns here, maybe? John. Yeah, good. We'll go with that. John Newman. Yeah. Why not? John Newman. There's a modern guy, John Newman. It's not this bad. Um, Could have said Andrew. Thomas Newman. Oh, okay. So, Ted wasn't far away, Paddy. Good Lord. Yeah. No, dear. All right. It must have been, yeah. There must have been something in the back of your mind. Right, yeah, now let's go to yeah. Clancy. We check on the scores and then we'll take our first. Oh, here we break. go. <laughs> so, as we go into the ad break, three out of four rounds complete. How do the scores stand, Clancy? Blue to 16 points. Oh. Red to five points. Oh, we're doing well. We got five. <laughs> <laughs> They're happy with our five. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in three minutes. Please do not go away. This is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game on Clamaris Community Radio. Tonight, featuring questions all about the year 1927. After three rounds tonight, well, it's, it's got a bit of a lead there for the uh, blue team, which uh, blue team made up of Johnny Cribben Sr. and Paddy Duffy. They're on 16 points and five points for their opponents. The red team of... We've definitely said the most, though. Yeah. We have spoken a lot. Yeah, we've contributed. You've done an awful lot of writing. That's yeah. what you've done over there. Yeah. Elaine Wright likes to write. <laughs> write by name, yes, yes. <laughs> right. Okay. <clears throat> round four beginneth now. Okay. This okay. is our 20 questions round. Simple trivia questions. you got <laughs> up to one minute to answer them. If you get a right answer, you get the point. And you also get to keep control of the game, which means you get the next question. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point you will have to give over control, but you will get a sixth bonus point for the achievement. A wrong answer at any point, though, will see it offered across to the side. They will get a chance for a bonus there, and they will get the next question as well. Oh, no bother to us. We're starting with the team that's uh, trailing, which is definitely the red team tonight. <laughs> question one. In 1927, the Irish government established which state body specifically to deal with the product that would be created by the then under construction Shannon scheme when it was finished? Oh, um, ESB. Correct. No wasting time on this. Yeah, yeah, you're (laughs) off and running. There we go. Okay, number two. Six points. Cool. Which which company, originally founded in 1840, opened its flagship premises at number 78 and 79 on Dublin's Grafton Street in 1927. That's uh, Bewley's. Oh, very good. Yes, correct. Number three. In January, US Marines invaded Nicaragua to intervene in that country's civil war. Who was the US president who gave the order that sent them there? Uh, That was Calvin Coolidge. Somebody was on Wikipedia today. Yeah, right. Number four. The only occasion in the history of the tournament that the trophy has been won by a team from outside England. Which side defeated Arsenal 1-0 to win the 1927 FA Cup final? Ugh. I see we've, we've hit a yeah, slight roadblock in the okay. speed answering. I thought we'd get to double figures. But okay. <laughs> so, the only occasion in the history of the tournament that the trophy has been won by a team from outside England. Which side defeated Arsenal 1-0 in the... 1927 FA Cup final. Oh, should we just get somewhere in, like... Yeah. Um, think of that or that, maybe yeah, that. Yeah. Wait, will we go in any manual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It tips Sky Blue, who's it? Not you. It tips Sky Blue, who's it? Not you. <laughs> okay, right, we'll go Celtic. Celtic. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Across we go, Johnny. Cardiff. Cardiff. Oh, and that's another one we had. <laughs> written down. My dick system let us down. Johnny's wearing a lovely blue shirt there. It looks very like the uh, Cardiff City kit. <laughs> right. Uh, isn't he good to carry a paddy? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good well, there. Oh, it is. Answer, it is uh, I'm delighted. <laughs> you know the other three answers as well. <laughs> All right. So, Paddy and Johnny, your question now. Which actress, one of the most famous of the silent era became known as the It Girl following the success of the 1927 film It yeah. in which she starred um, go on, go on. I oh, what, what was that her name? Clara Bow Clara yes great Man, <laughs> okay now we're away again you're away again next question on May the 9th the Australian Parliament convened for the first time in the city of Canberra in which city had the Parliament met between 1901 and 1927? I think this is Melbourne. 
You're going Melbourne? Yeah. Melbourne. Correct. Let's go Melbourne. That's correct, yeah. yeah. Next question. Spain's national airline was founded in 1927. What is its name? Johnny, do you want to go for this one? Or? No, I'll leave it to you. It's Iberia. It is Iberia. That's correct. Next question. And let me see. Yes, for five in a row. Which German-born physicist formulated and published his most famous uncertainty principle in 1927 while employed as a lecturer at the Niels Bohr Institute for Physics in Copenhagen? Who was that? And is that Jürgen Perry? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, Heisenberg. Yeah. Correct. Werner Heisenberg is the answer. And that's five in a row and uh, two points. Now, cross we go. Okay. You've got the game back. Here we go. Right. We'll get to double figures. John and Elaine. Yeah. Putting pants on Philip. Oh, no. <laughs> is a silent short film released in 1927, yeah. which was the first official film to feature which double act together as a team? Laurel and Hardy. It's correct. On July the 4th, no, excuse me, on July 24th, 1927, the Menin Gate War Memorial in Belgium, dedicated to British and Commonwealth soldiers who were killed in World War I, was opened. It is located on the outskirts of which city? Oh. So, on July 24th, the Menin Gate War Memorial in Belgium was dedicated to British and Commonwealth soldiers who were killed in World War I, and whose graves are unknown. It is located on the outskirts of which city? It might be the town, even. That's why, yeah. Should we go with that? No, should we go with that? Because that's right. the biggest one. Okay, Brussels. Brussels. <laughs> Cross we go. Bonus point here, if you guys know that. Uh, what do you think? I've been thinking the age. I don't know, Paddy. What do you think? I, th- I, think, I think it might be Eep. Right, is it after the battle? That's it. That was one Correct. The age, yeah. Go on. Yeep. Yes, it's on the outskirts of Eep. Okay, guys, your next question. Celtic Park in Belfast opened in 1927. As well as being the home of Belfast Celtic FC, it was also the first venue on the island of Ireland for the hosting of which sport? Greyhound racing. <laughs> you knew that one pretty Oh, well. amazing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have to answer one or two. <laughs> Uh, you can keep your men in gate. That is unreal knowledge. That's pretty, <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. In 1927, American inventor Philo Farnsworth, who to me sounds like a Simpsons character, demonstrated the first fully electronic system for which form of media? Uh, I think that's the telefish. <laughs> yes, the television for our overseas listeners. Philo Farnsworth, the inventor of the first uh, electrical. The Logie Bear television, I didn't realise until recently, involved a cardboard spinning disc. Oh, really? Yes, it was kind of manual in that sense. Right, uh, where are we? Here we go. Based on Edna Ferber's best-selling novel of the same name, which musical, with the music written by Jerome Kern and lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein, featuring the classic song Old Man River, premiered in New York in December of 1927? I think that's Showboat. John, Johnny seems to concur, I yes, think, with yes, that I'm one. Right, so, yeah, yeah we'll, right, that's no, right. Show vote, yes. For five in a row, again, here we go. Which American boxer, the son of two immigrants who had left Kilchamah, County Mayo, in the late 19th century, was the reigning world heavyweight champion throughout 1927? Tony, you know? Gene Tony. Speak up, Johnny, come on. Come Gene Tony. Gene Tony. Nice. Correct. A sports maven in our midst here, my God. <laughs> You've turned out to be a very good team, Petty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cross we go. Okay. John and Elaine. Right. That target you had coming in is still within reach. Just about. Let's go. Ten. Okay. Ten, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we on? Nine, is You're it? on nine right oh, now. Okay, right. Double figures. Right. Which have... poet, whose most famous works include The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock and The Wasteland, became a British subject in 1927, 13 years after he moved to the UK from his native United States? Uh, we've, a t- we've, a t- we've at least one teacher in the team, so. <laughs> Not an Which poet, whose most famous works include The Love Song of J- Alfred Prufrock and The Wasteland, became a British subject in 1927, 13 years after he moved to the UK from his native United States? So he was American poet. American poet. 
he's an Englishman. Do you know any American poets? I hate poetry. I hate it too. Yeah. 30 seconds left on the clock. Ara, would we make a name up? Yeah, let's make one make up. Yeah. American if, yeah. Yeah, if we, yeah. If we were to invent a poet. An American probably. poet. No, we would don't want to move to Blighty. We would call him... Um, Fresco. Yeah. <laughs> Fresco Williams. There we go. That's a brilliant name. <laughs> I hope that's right. <laughs> I like that you hope that was right. <laughs> Across we go. You're on. (laughs) I wish it was Bresco Williams, but it's T.S. Eliot. Ah, It is T.S. Eliot. Nearly toilets. (laughs) Okay. Next question, Paddy and Johnny. Recognised as a masterwork of fluid camera motion, produced at a time when most films were statically shot, this silent French epic, written, produced and directed by Abel Gonce, is 330 minutes long. And tells the story of the early years of which famous historical leader? Sounds as boring as Star Wars. Um, which you early historical seen, leader. Early historical leader. Uh, just how early? Um, there's no. I didn't. There's no mention of the word early in the question, Betty. Oh, you just said historical leader, did, I did you? Yes. Oh God, I'm just making stuff up then. So, yeah. uh, what do you reckon, Johnny? I'd, I'd be inclined to think of something like Napoleon or something. What do you think? I'm happy happy with that. You're happy. <laughs> Lots of hand Let, going on. Let's go for sure, sure. Let's go for Napoleon, John. All right, it's a good one to go oh, for because it's right again. All right. Following 19 years of production, in 1927, the Ford Motor Company announced the ending of the Model T line of cars and replaced it with which other model? Yeah. Speak up, Johnny. Model A. The it? Model A. Model A, yes, it's correct. Model A. Stuff. <laughs> simple In September 1927's general election in June, which famous union leader was the only TD elected on behalf of the Irish Workers' League? James Larkin. James Larkin. I didn't even start the clock on that one. Well done. Number, what, the second last question of the set. Which golfer, who won the second of his three British Open titles in 1927, would go on to leave two lasting impacts on the world of golf. The only man to win the Grand Slam in a single year, which he did in 1930, and later founding the Augusta National Golf Club in 1933. Bobby Jones. <laughs> Just happy to play second fiddle here, yeah, Johnny. God. Have to get a few in. And the uh, last question, which unbelievably is another potential five in a row. Just to twist the dagger in at the end. The 1927 film The Lodger, a story of the London fog, was the third film, but more importantly, the first thriller in the career of which famous director? You're on, Paddy. Uh, Last question. To be honest, I I don't think I would have known this, but it was the word thriller that that sent me in the direction of of Hitchcock. Correct. Very good. Excellent. Okay, so uh, this is... The record's been set here tonight, I'm afraid. So let's go and check the final scores with Clancy. Blue team 35 points. Wow. <laughs> Red team 9 points. Is that the lowest? Uh, mm, it's definitely the highest. Uh, that's, Petty. That's brilliant. Well done, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> Good man, Paddy. Well, well that was great. Hey? Excellent, excellent. We'll be back next week, folks, with another yeah. uh, quiz in another year. If yeah. you're listening at home on a podcast, don't forget, you can hear the podcast extras coming up now. Until the next time, goodbye. Podcast extra. Yeah, that- we'll go with that. All right. Yeah. What is it? Libya. Libya. Oh, no. Hold on a second while I rush well, over here to this thing. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid that is incorrect. All right. Except between 35 and 41. And <laughs> we've got our first podcast extra of the night. Lovely. <laughs> Elaine? Hello. Hello. Okay, we're back. We're back. Sorry, we're back. sorry. No I thought I'd turn that off. Is this Lane? Are we on Lane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Duffy's just uh, in the lavatory. Yeah. It's a bleed of disgrace, Elaine, right? <laughs> <laughs>
final question for you guys. Mm-hmm. We're still on Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin. We're enjoying it so much. Yes. Yes. I want it to end. Yeah. This piece was used famously in the opening sequence of which 1979... <laughs> 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 Sorry. Did you not turn it off or I silent it or yeah, something? I don't know how you turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, there's a big silent switch at the side of it. Do it, I don't know. <laughs> Did you never find out what that was for? No, we what was the question again? <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna that's gonna be gone. So yeah, here, oh, we're gonna go again. Yeah. <laughs> Afraid oh. for once, Penny. For once, that is incredible. <coughs> oh Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> you need to give up the bags. <laughs> right. Um uh um oh sorry. Sorry, the fed, the feds are here to pick me up. <laughs> Not before time. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. They're gone. I've evaded them for a bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. How are we all feeling? All right. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Grant. Yeah. No, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. We don't know much. We're having a good time. <laughs> I like that attitude, John. That's fine. Yeah, sure. All right. We're just going to. Um, I'll get these questions loaded up here. We're brilliant losers, aren't we? Yeah, we're, like the ha- we're the happiest losers you've had on all series. <laughs> I'd say so. I won't be like dead the last time. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 that's harsh. That's rubbish. This is harsh <laughs> now. Johnny, just turn the mic around. This morning's facing you. Yeah, yes, thanks. Sorry, no. We're, we're always struggling to hear your voice. Okay, Paddy, are you ready to go? I have no answer. He's so <laughs> <fantastic>, John. <laughs> Right, don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> a little dig. Don't a little dig. Yeah. Oops. Oh. Absolutely. Sorry. Started, started the, the, the ticker too early. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's what he said, yes. <laughs> Short Sorry, am I missing <laughs> something? No, no, just that John has gone and written down Randy Newman on a piece of paper now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just in case, John, just in case. Yeah. So let's go and check the final scores with Clancy. But we haven't done our dancing act yet. Yeah. <laughs> what bonus about the, act. We wanted the running the question. Cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> the Krypton Factor Road, the Krypton. John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for next year's series. <laughs> if I can give you any comfort, it's not the lowest we've ever had. Okay. What, in the history of the world? In the history the of the began. four series of After the Oh, there you That's go. That's very That's all right. Yeah. It's disappointing. Well, <laughs> I don't know, Chris. Honestly, he's a genius there. <laughs> And no fair play to both of them. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Thank you to Paddy. Thank you to Johnny. Well done, guys. guys. Good win. And hard luck, John and Elaine. Your time will come. We accept your sympathy. Thank you. Right. We're good losing. Next week on After the Fact. I have in front of me the list of the world's longest, ten longest rivers. Oh, God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Usual rules. We'll go around the room one each time. Well, the virtual room. So I'm first. Yes, Andrew, you're first. So easy. So Amazon. Uh, amazing, Andrew. You're correct. Thanks. It's the only one going. And the Volga. The Volga. Is it there somewhere? No. No, it's not on this list. Okay. So you've lost a life already. And who's first on ours? Um, I can see Dave left of you, so I'm going to say David. Um. No. Noel. Niall, correct. <laughs> Sorry. Just okay. Just stiffed him. Uh, <laughs> Teamwork. World's longest. I'm going to have to say Danube. No. Afraid not. Of course not. So one life each gone, and by the time it comes back to us, the rest of them, the ones I know will be gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrew. Right. Um, um. Well, the Suez isn't a canal, isn't it? Really? It's, it's a canal. It is a canal. It's a canal. And it's, I think you'll find not very long at all. At all. Yeah. Right. As you know, John, I'm rubbish at geography. And this is a geography style question. I think it, there's not even he's style here, Andrew. Purpose, this is simply Andrew. a geography question. Yeah. Yeah, this is, he's done that on purpose too. Yes. No classical music. Dirty, yeah. dirty quizzing questions. Gone. Uh, the Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay. Anne? I'm going to guess, and it's a, hmm, the Rhine. No. You're out. You're gone. This is be quick. This is going to be quick. This is obviously going to be quick. David? Right. Let's think about this now. There's three in my head. <gasps> Yancy. 
Yang C, yes, number three on the list. Well done. I thought the exact same thing, <laughs> just as you wrote it. Why I didn't, didn't you say it. whatever this thing you thought? Anyway, it's too late. Brendan? That's, uh, that was the one that was in my mind. Basically. I have two that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I hope they're better than the oh, Shannon. They're very <laughs> prominent, but I don't know how about their length. Um, you went for the Yangtze, which is China. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave out the other Chinese one that I need thought of. Uh, the Ganges. No, I'm afraid not. Andrew. Well, I am going to say Mississippi. <laughs> Hint of good furry good on there. Yeah. But I will allow it. It is correct. Mississippi is fourth on the list. Right. Okay, David, you still have two lives. That so you're, said, um, you're still favoured for the yeah. win here. But anyway. The Congo. The Congo is number nine on this list. Well done. Nice. Andrew. The Nile was said, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I told you. Um... What are those three great lakes? No, it's a lake. No, it's a lake. It's, it's great. Which of the three, which of the not three great lakes are you yeah, talking about? One of those big tall mountains. Oh, sorry. No, it's not, it's not. <laughs> yeah. The Everest River. Yeah. I'm optimistic. Give us a hint, John. Give us a hint. No hints, Andrew. This is only the warm-up question. Stop. 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 I don't know, John. Can I pass <laughs> and give him the give? Well, okay. Concede. That yeah. means that David does win because he's too he does. Yes. All right. Here's the list as I have at the top ten okay. in reverse order. Excited. Yeah. The Amur Aragun, also known as the Heilong Jiang, where in China? China. Okay. The Congo. Oh. Then we've got the Paraná slash Rio de la Plata. Brazil. Uh, yeah. Brazil, Bolivia, Brazil, probably not Argentina, Uruguay. Uruguay. The Ob. No one talks about the Ob. Never heard of it. That's why. The Ob is uh, in like Siberia somewhere. Oh. It goes into the Arctic. It's probably frozen most of the time. The Yellow River is sixth. The, the what? Oh, the Yellow River. Yellow River. Also known the as the Huang He, of course. Mm-hmm. The Yenisei Angara Seleng. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that one. That. Oh, damn it. The Yenisei. Yenisei. In Krasnodarsk in Russia. Another Russian one, yeah. Yeah. 5,539 kilometers long. It's a rugby club. And comics played there. Oh, there you go. Maybe <laughs> how the facts go in. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah. Then the Mississippi slash Missouri in America, 6,275 mm-hmm. kilometers. Uh, the Yangtze, 6,300. The Nile, 6,800. And the Amazon, 6,992. I got that. <laughs> yeah, well done to getting Amazon. Oh, Good call. Okay, I'm going to play the theme tune and we will begin the show. <laughs> 